Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 Listen, you are the people in history they warned us about. They warned us about people like you. Pay attention. We're losing our democracy. Wake up. Wake up. I'll break your knee, gunny, gunny caps. If you don't support Black Lives Matters, I'll break your knee, gunny, gunny caps. If you don't support Black Lives Matters, I'll break your knee, gunny, gunny caps. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> Those are real people on Instagram, and oh Lord, what is this world coming to? These people are crazy. Anyway. So today I wanted to speak more about um, tech censorship um, because that's the big thing going on right now. And I'm really hoping that uh, Section 230 is going to get repealed and fixed because they are taking advantage of this. And like I said before, it's super duper dangerous. Um, also, have a couple other stories to go over um, about uh, Hunter Biden because that's in the news and that's uh, part of that whole thing. Um, so let's get it started. So the first story that I did want to go over because it has to do with both um, situations with the censorship and also Biden and the whole scandal going on with him that there's that you're not hearing about because uh, they're hiding it anyway. Um, so Biden has made this new transition team, right? And people he hires just so happen to be executives from Twitter and Facebook. So the first one's name is Jessica Hertz, which is a Facebook executive. And reportedly came days after the 2020 Democrats campaign penned a letter to the social media giant urging them to censor President Trump's post. And the other one's name is Carlos Manja, I believe. And he is, he reportedly left his post to work for the Biden transition team. And he was, I believe, Twitter's company's director of public policy. So <laughs> his transition team is the people that are the ones that everyone's complaining about censoring the story about him and protecting him. 
So how obvious is that? I mean, they're not even trying to hide it. So another thing is Joe Biden has went, I guess he put on a cap, which means in, you know, political language that he's not going to be out campaigning, you know, and he put a cap on till Thursday. So he's not going to be out all week. So you're not going to hear from Joe Biden from now until at least Thursday. And I wonder why that is. I don't know if it's to regroup and try to, you know, set up a plan and what we're going to do, what we're going to say. They haven't denied the emails. They haven't denied that the computers are his. A second computer was found now. I don't know much about that story, but um, new facts are soon to come out. And I will let you know as soon as I do. The other thing is both of the people that he hired are known for working with Democrats. Hertz was actually the principal deputy counsel in the office of the vice president from 2012 to 2014, according to her LinkedIn, while Manja worked on the Obama White House Domestic Policy Council, according to his LinkedIn. So these people are all together in the bag. You know, this is the establishment. This is what they call the deep state or, you know, that's a hot button word or whatever they call that. But. That's really what it is. It's these people that work in the government forever and you don't know who they are, but they work there and and they're there forever. They're there through all the presidents and they think they run shit. That's the thing. They think they run shit. They think they run policy. They think they run this. They think they know better. These people were not elected. You know what I'm saying? These people were not elected by the people. So their policy and what their thoughts are on certain things does not matter. They do not make policy. That is not their job. Their job is to do whatever the president says to do or the vice president, vice versa, whatever. That's their job. But even the FBI, you know, a lot of them are, are Democrat and a lot of them are working against Trump. Trump for the past four years has been fighting Everybody. I mean, this guy, I don't, I don't even know how he does it. Like just being, you know, bombarded from every which way. Doesn't know who to trust. Doesn't know who, you know, who to trust. It's, it, it's, I, I could never do what he does. Um. Anyway, second story I wanted to get into is the next debate is coming up. The final debate is coming up. Now, The moderator for the first debate was Chris Wallace. Now, Chris Wallace does not like Trump. That is obvious. Um, I'm not sure if he's a Democrat, but he definitely does not like Trump. That's always been known. And, and, you know, he's a tough guy. You know, he's a tough reporter. And um, he definitely favored Biden during that whole thing. Everybody knows it. It's not really debatable. Um, you know, like I said, he interrupted Trump 79 times and, uh, Biden like 15, but, uh, Trump did, you know, he would interrupt Biden because every time Biden would lie, Trump would call it out. So it happened very often. And I guess Trump said that he's not going to do that this time. He's just going to let, uh, Biden answer and just hang himself with his own rope, which I think is a better, um, move. It's definitely a better strategy. Um, so this new one is going to be done by this woman called Kristen Welker. Now, Kristen Welker is a hardcore Democrat. Okay. She actually celebrated Christmas 
at the White House with the Obamas. She has very strong Democrat ties. Um, so what do you think this is going to be like? You know what I mean? This is going to be the same thing. She's probably going to softball Biden and, you know, Trump pretty hard. We'll see how it goes. But, I mean, come on. Can't we just get somebody that's in the middle? You know, somebody that's unbiased at least once. You know, if Trump would have done all three of these debates, all three moderators would have been biased against Trump. And the I forget what the name is of the people that put together these debates, but they need to be, you know, done. We need to stop using them, and there needs to be a new um, group made, a new uh, organization made, because this isn't right. A good idea, I heard, was to have one or, yeah, one person that is for one of the presidents and then have another person that is for one the one of the other, you know, uh, presidential uh, candidates. And I think that would be a better way of handling it because because each moderator would ask questions of the opposing candidate. And that that would work way better because you would know exactly who they're for and they would ask them tough questions. And I think that would work a lot better. I think that's a very good idea. Um, let me know what you guys think. I think that's a good solution. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Kristen Walker she, or Walker, she has Democrat ties and it's, we'll see what happens with this third debate. Um, I hope it goes better than the first one, but we'll see. Um, okay. Next story. This one is actually about the same Biden emails and how Adam Schiff and others have come out and said it was Russian disinformation. <laughs> like they always say, it's always Russia. It's always Putin. Um, anyway, so the director of the national intelligence, John Ratcliffe is his name, came out and said that Ratcliffe, well, I'll read the story. Um, director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe on Monday said that Hunter Biden's laptop is not part of some Russian dis disinformation campaign. Amid claims from House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff suggesting otherwise, Ratcliffe, during, it, during an exclusive interview on Fox Business Mornings with Maria, was asked about the allegations from Schiff, who over the weekend said that the Hunter Biden email suggesting Democrat presidential nominee Joe Biden had knowledge of and was allegedly involved in his son's foreign business dealings. It's funny that some of the people who complain the most about intelligence being politicized are the ones politicizing the intelligence, Ratcliffe said. Unfortunately, it is Adam Schiff who said the intelligence community believes that Hunter Biden's laptop and emails on it are part of Russia disinformation campaign. He added, let me be clear. The intelligence community doesn't believe that because there's no intelligence that supports that. And we have shared no intelligence with Adam Schiff or any members of Congress. Ratcliffe went on to say that it's simply not true. So there you go. So Adam Schiff, he loves to just come out and lie and say everything is Russia, it's propaganda, everything that's 
anything bad about any kind of Democrat is a lie. And it's from Russia. And Russia is always trying to get in our elections. And anything that happens, it's Russia. And Trump's part of Russia. And Russia owes us Russia that. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. You know what I mean? Like, it gets to a point where it's just like, man, just Adam Schiff, shut up. He is one of the most, out of all the people in Congress, besides Pelosi, yeah, I think I actually don't like Adam Schiff more than I don't like Nancy Pelosi. But, the you know, and uh, the, oh, the other one is um, the Hawaiian one. I forget her name, but uh, oh, she's horrible. Uh, Maisie Hirono, I believe her name is. Oh, my God, she makes me sick to my stomach. Sick to my stomach. But even Adam Schiff's face is just like, ugh, demonic, disgusting. And he just lies. And I can't believe that guy is like part of the head of like a committee of like intelligence. He's the head of the intelligence committee in the house because him and Nancy Pelosi are like, you know, close. Like, oh, they're so disgusting. I hate them. Anyway, so that was just a little tidbit of a thing. But yeah, no. So it's not Russian disinformation, if you even heard that, because you probably heard nothing about this story. But if you did, that's probably what you heard. So that's a lie. They're his. Like I said, his lawyer even asked for the hard drives back because they're his. And uh, the story's true. And there's a lot of there's a lot more stuff to be coming out. And like I understand that there is a lot of weird little things going on. About the story, like, you know, the blind computer guy that, you know, but the thing is, he actually gave the hard drive to the FBI first. He did make a copy of it, but he did give it to them first. And then later on, Saul Giuliani on TV talking about how, um, you know, the Bidens were corrupt and all the stuff. And he knew he had this computer with this, all this stuff on it. And I guess he got in contact with him and the lawyer for Rudy Giuliani came and picked it up and they've been going through it. And the New York Post, which has been around for a hundred years, they are a reliable newspaper, put it out and they wouldn't just put that out without going through it and making sure that it's real. You understand what I'm saying? But Twitter censored them because it affected Joe Biden. And Facebook did the same thing. They are so biased and they are literally, they are directly and extremely affecting this presidential election and interfering with it. And they should be prosecuted for that. Something should happen because of that. You know what I mean? It's unconscionable and there's already so much distrust going on that this is the last thing we need and the thing is conservatives and republicans have been screaming about this you know not all of them but a lot a lot of people have been screaming about this for the past four years maybe even a little longer about how they're biased and all this stuff and a lot of the republicans like lindsey graham and others like they keep saying, oh, we're going to do something. We're going to do something, but they never do. But they want to get reelected. But it's like, no, if you're not going to fight 
and do what you're supposed to do, then we're not going to reelect you. I do not like Lindsey Graham. He talks a lot that he's going to do a lot of stuff, but he never does it. And I'm sick of him. You know, I wouldn't mind if Lindsey Graham leaves. Um, I don't trust him. Uh, I just, I don't. There's something about him I don't like. And it's, I don't know. But, I mean, at least, you know, we got some people like uh, Ted Cruz, who's who's really trying to, uh, you know, help with this whole censorship thing. And there's a couple other good Republicans. Jim Jordan is really good. Um, there's a few others that are really trying to um, get this whole thing under wraps and fixed and this whole Section 230 thing figured out because these um, tech companies hide under this and they use this and they have these lawyers and they get away with all of this. And, you know, this needs to end. And the good thing is that Democrats don't like them either. Democrats think they're too big. Republicans think they're too biased. So the good thing is that, you know, in a way, they it's bipartisan. So something's going to happen. And I'm hoping it happens soon. But it's not going to happen before this election. So uh, we'll see what happens. See, here's one thing I'm afraid of. This is what I think is going to happen. I think that the night of the election, that it's going to look like Trump won. Okay. And then after a few weeks, after we're waiting for the mail-in ballots to come in, all of a sudden, everything's going to start turning blue. And all of a sudden, Joe Biden's going to be the winner. I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be something weird like that. Because they, they wanted to push this mail-in voting so hard. They wanted to scare people with COVID so bad so they would do the mail-in voting. You know what I mean? It just, they're, they're cheating. They're obviously cheating. And it's just going to happen. I just know it. You know? And why are they freaking out so much? Why are they so scared? You know? Why are they getting all crazy all of a sudden? You know, they're nervous because when you go to a Joe Biden, when you look at the Joe Biden, um, when he comes out to like different states and stuff and he has events, there's like nobody there. And he blames it on COVID. And he says, oh, well, it's COVID and I want to protect people, blah, blah, blah. No, it's because like Donald Trump said, nobody will come to you. Nobody comes. Nobody has. People are even wearing hats that say um, settle for Joe Biden. Not like, you know what I mean? Like, not even like, you know, oh, Joe Biden. No, no. It just says settle for Joe Biden. It's it's, it's hilarious. Um, but when you go to a Trump rally or you see the Trump rallies, man, people are crazy. There's, you know, packed stadiums, you know, packed this. They're always packed. And um, people have a lot of energy for him, man. And um, I really hope that the... Uh, that he wins because we need a populist. You know, he might be Republican, but he's not really. He's more of a populist. And that's why there's like people, or not people, but groups like the Lincoln Project, which I can't stand, which is a, a group of never Trumpers. They're Republicans that don't like Trump and they're trying to take him down by putting all these false ads out. And disgusting ads like he said that the soldiers 
we're uh, suckers and losers and just stupid bullshit like that. That's not true, obviously. And, you know, it's like, come on. Why do you got to put out lies? If Trump is such a bad person and such a bad president, why do you got to lie about him? You know what I mean? Why do you got to make up stories? You know, it doesn't make sense. Common sense. You know, it doesn't make sense. So for my next story or the next thing I want to get into um, is a little different, but uh, this uh, just came out today. It's uh, kind of not surprising, but uh, I'm going to read this. All right. So this is from, this one's actually from Fox. All right, China threatens to detain innocent Americans after DOJ arrests Chinese spies, Gene General Keen warns. Uh, what China will likely do is detain Americans who have done nothing, Keen warns. So this is, they're pissed off because they've been spying on us for years and we've been paying for them to come over here and go to our colleges and they've been spying on us and taking our technology and um, using it against us and stealing it and selling it for their own purposes. Well, we caught them and we arrested them, Mike Pompeo, and now they're pissed off. And this is how the Chinese are. So back to the story. The Chinese government is threatening to detain innocent U.S. nationals in China in relation to the Justice Department's prosecution of Chinese military-affiliated scholars, Fox News senior strategic and analyst uh, General Jack Keane warned Sunday. Uh, China wants to retaliate, Keane told Fox and friends. They've done this kind of retaliation with Canadians. Right now, they've got two of them arrested, and they've also done this with Australians and Swedes. The difference is, Keane continued, we're arresting spies. What China will likely do is detain Americans who have done nothing. They are not guilty of anything. Chinese officials reportedly issued several regulatory warnings to the U.S. government representatives throughout the U.S. Embassy in Beijing and other channels, according to the Wall Street Journal, who spoke with people familiar with the matter. The Chinese message, the people said, has been blunt. The U.S. should drop prosecutions of the Chinese scholars in American courts or Americans in China might find themselves in violation of Chinese law, according to the newspaper. So that's a threat, an absolute threat. China began issuing warnings this summer after U.S. arrested multiple Chinese scientists who were said to be visiting American universities to uh, conduct research. They were charged with hiding their connection to the People's Liberation Army from the U.S. immigration authorities, the Journal reported Saturday. Full stop. The People's Liberation Army is a wing of the the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, um, and they were spying on us and trying to get information and seeing what we have and what we don't have. They've been doing this for years. Um, back to the story. Keane said Chinese authorities have a history of detaining foreign nationals and what we characterize as hostage uh, diplomacy. It's not like the Cold War with Soviet Union where... We arrested their spies, they arrested ours, and we exchanged them at some point, he explained. So yes, hostages. That would have been an appropriate description of what the Chinese intend to do. See, now, that is why 
yesterday, I talked about how China is definitely one of our biggest threats, one of our biggest enemies. And I don't know if I've ever spoke about this before on the podcast. Uh, I don't remember. But there is a law, and the law is that when two opposing nations become the same size or one becomes bigger than the other, um, in the past, you know, thousand years, um, I think it was uh, 15 out of 18 times, one nation always topples the other, okay? And China has grown exponentially over the past, you know, 25, 30 years, and they're almost as big as us, if not as big. So what that means is it is likely that we will get in a kinetic war with China eventually. Right now, we are in an info war with China, you could call it. Um, there, there might be another name for it, but we're pretty much in an information war with them right now. We're in a propaganda war where we're, you know, um, messing with each other through, you know, we mess with their Hong Kong and, you know, their freedom and, and they've been messing with us. And, uh, you know, we put uh, tariffs on them and now they're doing this to us with the, the American citizens and They've been spying on us, and they also, what they do is they like to take our brands, like, um, uh, let's just say we build a, uh, you know, um, some kind of new tech. What they do is they take that tech, and they make it, they call it something else, and then they sell it over there, and they don't buy it from us. They don't buy nothing from anybody. All they do is sell. They're very smart. And they make a lot of money from it. And they'll any like brand name that we have, they'll make a fake of it and they'll sell it over there. And people will buy it. And um intellectual, even like Twitter and Google, Google actually works with China. And the reason why is because they are scared that if they don't, that China will just make another make their own Google and then use that, which they will. So they have to work with them or they're going to lose a lot of money. Same thing with Microsoft and Bill Gates. Bill Gates works with China. Bill Gates actually like likes China. He like loves China. But there's a lot of weird things about Bill Gates that we'll get into. But I don't want to get into that right now. That's a, that's for another story, for another conversation. Um, but there's a lot of weird things with uh, the Gates and the whole foundation and all that stuff. But uh, anyway, so... You know, China really is a big threat to us. Look at the coronavirus. Look at what they did to us. They they stopped the coronavirus from getting out of Wuhan, but they sent them, knowing they were sick, on planes all across the world and got the whole world sick. But only part of China that got sick was Wuhan. Because it contained it. But why didn't they stop flights out of Wuhan? Because they wanted to hurt us. They wanted to hurt the world and make everybody weaker. You know, or maybe they were afraid that it was going to get out of Wuhan and that they were going to be at a disadvantage. See, when 
see, they're communist, okay? And they're also capitalist, but but they're really communist. But they have capitalist hubs. That's how it works. Where like Hong Kong used to be one, but they recently took it over. But anyway, so what they do is they they use these hubs to make money and sell and trade and do that stuff. But they don't buy, really. They only sell. And that's how they have become so rich so fast. And we have let them. And Joe Biden took all our fact not not just Joe Biden, but like people like Joe Biden and that whole establishment have sold us out and sold all our factories and all those kind of jobs where it used to be able to work off of one person in the household would have a job at a factory and be able to take care of a family. That's why we don't have that anymore is because we took all those kind of jobs, sent them over to China. So these other companies, big companies could become rich because they have like slave labor over there, like Apple and they, they give them like $2 an hour. That's why suicide over there was so high. They actually have nets on the buildings because people are jumping out of them. I mean, it's insanity, okay? I'm using that word, insanity. Um, they have Uyghur Muslims, okay, which are these Chinese Muslims. They literally have them in concentration camps. They actually take their organs, okay, and they do, like, weird experiments on them. It's literally near Nazi Germany, like, crazy shit. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this. And the reason why we haven't done anything yet I believe is because not just business, but because there's a lot to it. And, you know, they are a big nation. And if we do get in a war with them, it's going to have to be planned out and real. And it's going to be, you know, it might be on our land, you know, and we haven't really had a war on our land. And I don't want that. I don't want a war with China, but we also can't, be getting screwed by them until they're so big they just take us over like nothing i mean this coronavirus taught us that we need to have with that we can't rely on any other countries especially not for medical goods not for food not for anything like that we need uh, uh energy we need to be efficient and self-sustaining in every single way okay and that's nationalism you know, that's, you know, America first policy, you know, and we really do. This showed us that, though, like we cannot rely on anybody because, look, as soon as that shit happened, what China did too. another thing China did was they bought. See, we thought we were helping them. We were like, OK, we'll send you over all our stuff, all our, you know, like uh, medical goods, like our, our respiratory mask, the, the N95 mask, all this stuff and help you guys out. So hopefully it won't come over here. But really what they were doing is they were buying it from us and we gave it to them at a really good deal because we thought we were helping them. And then they sold it back to us at like four times the price because they know we needed it. Oh my, oh, it's, it, it's so frustrating. It's it's so angering if you think about it, what they did to us. And it's like, we just have to take it? No, 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 no. And it's not the Chinese people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the communist party i'm talking about the ccp the chinese communist party that's who i'm talking about and here's another funny thing another little tidbit okay the nba right 
you know how they have the Black Lives Matters now on their jerseys and they uh, they kneel for the national anthem and they talk all this shit about Trump, about how America's so evil and racist and all this other stuff. How come they don't talk about China? How come they don't talk about the weaker Muslims in concentration camps? How come they don't talk about the slave labor? How come they don't talk about any of that stuff? Do you know why? Because of money. Because the NBA makes a lot of money from China, which you wouldn't know. But there's a billion people in China. And for some reason, they love the NBA. And they make all this money from them. And that's why they are scared to talk about China. Because they know that if they do, the CCP will stop giving them money. And they will stop helping them out. And that would be the end of it. So they won't say a damn thing about it. They're cowards. They have all they care about is money. They have no principles. They have no morals. You know, they they're just they're just corporate shills who want money. That's it. And also, you know all these SJW type people who complain about Trump and call him a Nazi and a dictator and all this other stuff. And they talk about global warming and um, all this stuff about the energy and the cars and the CO2 emissions and all this other stuff and throwing the trash away and plastic straws and all this other stuff that really doesn't even dent anything or matter. How come they don't talk about India where where like you can't even look at their oceans because there's garbage filled about it? How about China who doesn't care at all? It's like smog country like there's in like Hong Kong and Beijing, it's like smog. Like you can't even see the the city if you're far away from it because it's so polluted. They don't talk about any of that. Do you know why? Because they're not educated enough to know, or don't care, or never Googled it, or never you know, fuck fuck Google, or never you know researched it, or because they don't care. They they they, they just want to be part of a group. They just want to be part of this grievance culture. They just want to be cool on Twitter. They just want to act like they're doing some kind of good social um you know, not so but like some kind of you know, good um activism or something by typing on their keyboard, but really they're doing nothing. You know, like but they act like, it's it, it's pathetic. And and I'm sick of it and I'm sick of this grievance culture. I'm sick of this um, feel bad for me because I'm this or I'm that. Um, We got it bad. You know, uh, the grass is always greener. But really, these people need to realize that they just need to work hard and find out what they are good at and work on that. And if they really do have a problem with something, then do something about it. You know what I mean? Don't just scream about it on Twitter or, you know, go to some march and yell Black Lives Matter, but really you couldn't care less about Black Lives and you're not really helping them by just sitting out there screaming it. But that makes you feel like you're a good person and that you really care. But we see through you. We know who you are. That's all. So anyway, sorry to end the show on a uh, negative note, but I just wanted to say that.
and I see so much uh, just stupid stuff online nowadays, and um, uh, I just have to mention it once in a while. I have to release, guys, or I'll go crazy. I'll go crazy. Ah, I'm just teasing. Anyway, um, uh, I should be having a show tomorrow, and uh, I hope you guys like this one today. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day, guys. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. All I know, all I know. Wake up, wake up.